This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The Reds beat the Royals Monday night in Kansas City in 10 innings. Final score 5-4. to four. The go-ahead run scored on a Jonathan India fielder's choice with T.J. Friedel getting around the tag by Salvador Perez. And then Ricky Karcher, who was making his Major League debut, pitched the bottom of the 10th. He put a man on base, but he got out of the inning and earns his first ever save. It was the Reds' third win in a row. They are now 3-1 and one on this nine-game road trip. Time to get some final thoughts on the game from Tommy Thraw and Chris Welsh. Thanks, Jed. Well, Chris, this ball game uh, was really a good ball game, start to finish. Uh, it, it, you look at Zach Greinke was really tough to solve for the Reds early on. They started to figure it out right before the Royals went to the bullpen. The Reds were able to just grind out wins. It wasn't easy tonight, but uh, they had to find a way to win this one, and it was a tight one all the way. Tommy, we've seen this ball club do almost the same thing over and over and over again, almost to the point where you expect it. You know, they're down by a few runs, no problem. Don't worry. When they get two outs, they'll score some runs. They ran out of pitching, basically. They used seven pitchers in this ball game, and the last guy standing was Ricky Karcher, and he comes in with a reputation of not being able to throw the ball over the plate but having outstanding stuff, and that's exactly how it played out. So, really, when you come all the way down to the ninth inning or the tenth inning there, and you had runners at second and third, the winning run at second, the tying run at third, and he was able to get out of that by throwing his slider over the plate. This will be a night where all of his family and friends who came down from Michigan to watch him make his Major League debut had no idea it was going to be also a Major League save. <laughs> and a dramatic save. Oh, my. That. It was just an unbelievable ninth inning. I mean, you were hanging on every pitch. You didn't know if he was going to get a, a swing or you didn't know if he was going to hit the batter or throw it to the backstop. You had no idea. But in the end, he kept his composure enough to get the job done. Uh, this is just one of those ball games. You feel pretty good about it. You feel like you should win this game. It's disappointing if you don't. The Reds found a way to get it done. Well, you know what? It also tells you that maybe this is a special year because if you can pull games like this out of a hat and end up on the winning side, you close in on the teams that are ahead of you, you separate those from the teams that are behind you a little bit, and you're winning games that maybe on paper you shouldn't have won. This is a special year. you got to plan for it and build from here. Well, we'll see how it all plays out, but the Reds inch closer to that 500 mark, now just three games under 500. We'll do it again tomorrow night. Get back to you. Thanks, Tommy. Back with highlights right after this. The Reds beat the Royals on Monday night in Kansas City in 10 innings, 5-4, to four, and now to the highlights. It really looked like the Reds' offense had something cooking in the top of the first. With one out, Matt McClain singled. Jonathan India then singled to right, but a perfect throw from right fielder MJ Melendez gunned McClain out at third base, and then Ellie De La Cruz grounded out to end the threat. The Royals did score off Red starter Luke Weaver in the bottom of the first, and it all started with two outs. Melendez reached on an infield single. Bobby Witt Jr. then walked. That brought Michael Massey to the plate. 
Here's the right handers one two pitch to Michael Massey. And this ball is ripped down the right field line that'll drop in for a base hit. Here comes the runner Melendez around third he will score they're going to wave around wit here's the relay throw to the plate not in time. It's a two run double for Michael Massey. And the Royals strike first. It's two to nothing. Kansas City added to their lead in the second. Drew Waters walked with one out. He moved to third on a base hit, and then Nick Prado got him home. Luke Weaver may be trying to flip over a little changeup to get a ground ball to the second baseman here. We'll see if Blanco's running. He was seemingly running at will down in the minor leagues. The pitch to Prado is hit high into the air, right center field. Over is Friedel from center field. The catch is made, tagging at third base and scoring easily as Waters, and it is three to nothing Royals. The Reds got one of those runs back quickly in the top of the third when Stuart Fairchild led off the inning. Fairchild, right-handed hitter, steps in ready to go, and he takes the first pitch and hits a high fly ball into deep left field. There goes Blanco looking up, and it is out of here. Stuart Fairchild runs into a first pitch fastball. And he gets it out of here. That was a no-doubter. He circles the bases, gives high five to the third base coach, J.R. House. And the Reds have put one on the board and made it a 3-1 to one ball game. After the Royals scored in the second, Luke Weaver pitched a scoreless third and a scoreless fourth. He walked Prado leading off the fifth and Perez singled and then got two fly balls and his night was over. Alex Young replaced Weaver and he ended the Royals' threat. First and third, two out. Young trying to keep this a two-run deficit for the Reds. The one-two pitch. Strike three called. Got him looking. Curveball front Dordham. Right over the inside corner. Got him looking, and the inning is over. Those are two big runners stranded by the Reds here in the fifth inning. The Reds didn't score in the fourth or the fifth, but they did get the Granke in the sixth inning. Luke Maley started the inning by doubling to left. That brought T.J. Friedel to the plate. Here's T.J. Friedel. See if he can get him in. Reds are down by two. Maley at second base. Nobody out. Grinky sets and throws. And Friedel pounds it on the ground. Fair inside the bag at first. Down the right field line. Here comes Maley to score. Friedel into second base with an RBI double. Back-to-back doubles, and the Reds are down one. It's 3-2. to two. That was the last batter Granke would face. Jose Quaz replaced him. He got Matt McClain to ground out, but Frito advanced to third base on the play. Jonathan India then tied the game. The pitch and a ground ball left side off the glove of the diving shortstop Bobby Witt Jr. It rolls into left field. Friedel will score on the RBI single by Jonathan India, and the Reds have tied it at three. The Reds had a great chance to score in the top of the seventh. Will Benson started the inning by doubling to right center, but he tried to stretch it into three and was easily thrown out. Then with two outs, Luke Maley walked and T.J. Friedel doubled, but Matt McClain struck out without a run crossing the plate. Aroldis Chapman pitched the top of the eighth for Kansas City. He struck out the side. Casey Legamina came on to pitch the eighth for the Reds. He walked the first batter he faced. Then after a strikeout, Edward Oliveras singled, moving Bobby Witt to second base. That was it for Legamina. Buck Farmer replaced him. Miguel Garcia flew out to center field with Witt advancing to third base. Oliveras then stole second base, but Farmer ended the inning by striking out Drew Waters. In the top of the ninth, Scott Barlow came on the pitch for the Royals. Tyler Stevenson singled to begin the inning. T.J. Hopkins came on to pinch run. Will Benson then walked. Stuart Fairchild laid down a perfect sacrifice bunt with both runners moving up a base. That brought pinch hitter Kevin Newman to the plate. Here's the 2-1 pitch. And it's a fly ball in the air. Left field should get the job done. 
Back to tag Hopkins. Catch made by Blanco. The throw will go to third. The runner will score, and the Reds have the lead. A pinch hit sack fly for Kevin Newman, and it's 4-3 to three Reds. Buck Farmer came out to pitch the bottom of the ninth. He retired the first two batters he faced, but then Sal Perez tied the game. Oh, and one on Perez. Farmer has the sign. The right-hander sets, holds high, and throws. The 0-1 high, deep drive, left field. And this game is tied. Salvador Perez ties the game with a no-doubt home run over the Reds' bullpen in left field. About 421 feet from home plate. All even at four. That was a hanging breaking ball that could not have been placed on a tee in a better spot. So we go to the top of the 10th. Carlos Hernandez is on the mound for Kansas City. T.J. Friedel was the runner at second base. Matt McClain grounded out the first, moving Friedel to third base. Next up, Jonathan India. That brings us here. Runner at third, 3-2 count, one out. Tie ball game all at four. Swung on by India, down to the third baseman. Here comes the play at the plate, out. It was a trick slide by Friedel. He's pointing into the dugout and asking the Reds to take a look at that when he feels like he got his foot in there. And I think what they're saying, not just that, the block the plate rule. Because it really looked like Salvador Perez had the plate blocked the entire time. Well, the unfortunate thing about that, and David Bell is being told this, that the block the plate rule is not the same when it comes from a drawn-in infield. That play was challenged and overturned, and the run scored, and the Reds had a 5-4 lead going to the bottom of the 10th. And in that bottom of the 10th, Ricky Karcher came on the pitch, and this was his major league debut, and he's trying to save the game. He walked the first batter he faced, then got a fly ball out for out number one. Then the Royals pulled off a double steal, so second and third with one out. Oliveras popped up on a 3-2 pitch for out number two. That brought Michael Garcia to the plate. And here's how the game ended. Three balls, two strikes. Pitch number 21 from Ricky Karcher. Coming up right now. Swing and a pop-up in the left field. There goes Fairchild ranging over. He's got it. The Reds will win in extra innings, 5-4. to four, And a Major League debut by Ricky Karcher will also be a Major League save. Wow. That is unbelievable. Here are the totals. Four Cincinnati, five runs on 10 hits, one air, six left on base. Four Kansas City, four runs, eight hits, no airs. They strand at 10. Farmer the winner, two and three. Hernandez the loser, 0 and 4. Karcher saved number one in his major league debut. Home runs in the game. Fairchild number three for Cincinnati. Perez number 14 for Kansas City. Three hours and 27 minutes, 20,500 on hand at Kauffman Stadium. With the victory, the Reds are now just three games under 500 at 32 and 35. The Royals now 18 and 48. Tuesday night, it's game two of the three-game series. Left-hander Brandon Williamson goes to the mound for Cincinnati. He has no record in a 5.40 ERA. Right-hander Jordan Lyles will pitch for Kansas City. He's 0-10, his ERA 6.84. We're on the air with the pregame show at 7.40. First pitch is scheduled for 8.10. And once again, the final score on Monday night. In 10 innings, the Reds beat the Royals 5-4. to And I'm Dave Armbruster with your Reds Game Recap. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. 
I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.